You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I'm really delighted to have with us today Shishi O'Donnell. She is super Shishi, so as you know that she's the perfect fit for the show. But before we get too far into things, she's asked to lead us all into meditation. So I'm really excited about that piece of it. So I think we're going to do that first, and then we'll talk a little bit more about what she's all about. Um, You'll get a sense of it here, obviously, in a second. And then we'll dive into the interview. So Shishi, if you'd like to go ahead and lead that, we're ready for that piece of it. Okay, love. Uh, I'd love to invite everyone to just put your hands on your heart and take some deep breaths and feel that feeling of... If you picture a puppy or a kitten or a bunny or a fluffy animal on Facebook video or in real life or a baby or anything that makes your heart open and makes you have that feeling of, oh my God, it's so cute. I can't take it. That overwhelming feeling of just your heart bursting with love. If you can picture that and then turn that love in on your own inner child, your, yourself. And this is a great way to start your day is just breathing deep and feeling love. And we are so loved by our creator and by angels and you have two guardian angels who've been with you since birth they just basically adore every hair on your head they only see your higher self they don't see any of your character flaws and they're here to support you and I start my day remembering how loved I am and then sending love to my heart and it's a magical um, way to start the day entering into your own super power center of this limitless supply of love where you can go out into the world and with your heart open, and it only takes one minute to have that beautiful imagery. Then you go out and every single person you meet is your other self, your brother, your sister, your friend, your potential lover. They're not just a bunch of scary strangers and you're not on automatic pilot just living your life going through things. So that's a little powerful um, meditation I use to start my day and I highly recommend to others to give it a try. So I just wanted to share that with you. Oh, beautiful. Thank you for that. It's such a great reminder that, that we are in control of how, you know, our, our outlook and how we start our day and, and the vibration that we're extending to the world. Um, so thank you for that reminder. You're welcome. So today we're talking with Shishi about divine spiritual messages. As you can tell, this is the work that she does. She's an angel therapy practitioner and so much more love, life and relationship coach, a clear channel, intuitive um, she has a really cool story about how she came into um, this kind of state of beingness, uh, as so many of us did in, in some sort of transitory, um, you know, life-changing way. And so I'm excited to have her share that with you. Uh, but before we do that, we're going to first ask her our pivotal question here. What are your superpowers? Although I do think we just got a taste of them, but but what are your superpowers? Hmm. Well, I have been blessed with a natural gift of clear audience, which is clear hearing, and clear cognizance, which is clear knowing. And I think everyone knows that we all have intuition. Every person is born with intuition. And just like an Olympic athlete is born with muscles, you know, and they work out constantly, we're born with muscles and we might not work out every day. It's kind of like I've spent a lot of time developing my clear audience and clear cognizance as well as clairvoyance and clairsentience, but my primary gift is hearing. So I really do hear very well, whether I'm channeling songs or channeling messages for people or deceased loved ones, I can hear from the other side. 
um, messages coming through. So compared to many others on the uh, on Earth, I have a highly developed clear clear hearing ability. So that just rolls off your tongue, and you're you know you're very confident in that. How did you get to the place where you were confident in sharing that and in owning that? Well, I um, was always the person people came to for counseling growing up, and I was always singing, but I wasn't always living um, an inspired life. And I had a real wake-up call when my sister passed away at age 20 of a fever of unknown origin that caused me to reevaluate what I was doing. And at the time, I was corporate work for 10 years in downtown Chicago in the Loop, wearing suits every day, 7.30 a.m. meetings, really not having fun, to tell you the truth. It was like really the grind. Um, and when she passed, it really caused me to just go into a dark, dark night of the soul for like six months where I got really um, quiet. And I immediately stopped everything I was doing that was not related to something meaningful. So I canceled cable TV. I was realizing how much of my life was just disappearing to watching stupid shows. I canceled, you know, I stopped listening to any other music. I just had one CD called The Drone by Harold Grandstaff Moses. He's, he's the composer out of Phoenix as well. I think that's where you are. Um, that blew my mind. It's a 53 minute CD of <clears throat> the song of the spheres. Anyways, being in this silent place, I um, started having synchronicities happen. Like someone gave me a book about a near-death experience and I'd never even heard of anything metaphysical before that. This is 1997. And I read it. It's called uh, about a woman who went to the other side and it was just unconditional love. And I was so excited to think this could be true. And then I read Conversations with God, which is about you having the power to decide and declare who you are. And that's all God wants from us is us to decide the highest version, vision that we have and become it. And that was super inspiring. Then I did the Landmark Forum in 1998 that also taught me the same thing, that we can declare who we are as possibility and become it. And then I channeled, I realized I want to be a singer. So I declared in one of the classes that I was, I am a songwriter then all of a sudden I started channeling songs. Like I wrote songs so quickly and a producer, I sang at an open mic. My first open mic I sang at, a producer came and said, I want to work with you. That first year we recorded an entire CD called Waking Up because I felt like I was having a spiritual awakening. And this CD was given to a gentleman in, um, it's just so roundabout, but I gave it to my friend in Montreal who passed it to her friend. And he called me and said, I want to book you at some body, mind, spirit events singing. And then we became friends. And then one day he said, I'm going to swim with the dolphins. And I said, I've always wanted to swim with the dolphins. And he said, well, just say the word and you can. And I said, word. So he put me on hold and all of a sudden I'm going on a trip to Hawaii. He didn't say anything about angels or Dorian Virtue, but it was a Dorian Virtue retreat um, at the Waikilo Hilton, a five-star resort. It was gorgeous. Changed my life. And that was a one-week retreat. And in that, Doreen Virtue gave me a reading and said, you're very psychic. You could be doing what I'm doing, you know. And she gave me a um, free um, scholarship to her angel therapy practitioner program. So I did that in 2002. And that's when I started to get confidence that actually I'm doing that I can do readings and I can actually hear accurately, accurately. And after so many confirmations of people saying, wow, you know, it takes a certain amount of suspension of disbelief to... Um, just share what you're getting sometimes is so crazy. And then later the person's like, well, blue, you said blue sock. And that's exactly what I remember. I left my blue sock. You know, it takes a stretch. So that's how I got confidence is just getting confirmations from others. And that's kind of how I got started with this whole angel journey.
Mm, beautiful. And, and just having the courage to step into that, I think is, is really the make or break it for a lot of folks. And, and like you said, it's, you know, spiritual messages and, you know, angel voices and guides and everything else. Sometimes it, it's not like, tell this person this, and then this will make sense to them because this is what they're equating it to. And it's like, like, we don't always get that much of the information. And so to have the courage to step into that, I think, um, really does delineate who's going to step into being that in the world and who stays in a fear space and doesn't. Um, so how do you, what do you attribute your courage to? Um, well, yeah, that's a great question. I think when a crisis happens, which many people have an awakening after a crisis, like when my sister passed, I realized like, I don't want to be just living with nothing. So my courage was kind of like recognizing where I was, was not what I wanted to be, but you're right. Many people do continue to live that way even though they don't want to be there. And I think the difference was, you know, angelic intervention. And, and there was another piece of the story that I didn't quite tell, but I was still working uh, at my job for a while, you know, in this time while I was recording the album, even though I was just not really into it, but I was there and I was surfing the net for metaphysical articles, being very out of integrity with the work, I suppose. And, but I couldn't stop. I was just like obsessed with spiritual articles. And I came across one, this is before the dolphin trip happened. And um, it was, do you want to be an emissary of light? If so, say yes, and I will use you. And I read this whole article and it was channeled from Archangel Michael, who I'd heard of because I was raised Catholic, but I didn't really believe he was like active on the planet now. But I read it and I was like, this is the job I really want. I want to be an everyday earth angel full time. So I kind of tongue in cheek wrote Archangel Michael a letter. It's like, dear Archangel Michael, I really want this job. I want to be an emissary of light. And if I am saying yes to you, you know, I don't know how to do this. I'm married. I have all these bills, student loans, you know, job. What am I going to do? I don't know how to live this life, but I'm open to it. If, you know, if you're serious, give me a sign. And I dated it. It was April 7th, 2001. And it was three months later that I got the trip to Hawaii. That was a massive angel intervention sign. And the very first day, Doreen Virtue channeled Archangel Michael. And I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, very <laughs> clear to me. A very clear synchronicity that I just started my Earth Angel training. Because I said it, you know, I don't know how to do this. I'll be an Earth, uh, everyday Earth Angel if you want me to. But you have to show me. And I was completely, every door opened. You know, on that Hawaii trip, I met a guy who was just synchronistically going to uh, on to Europe for three months and was subletting his place in Santa Monica for only 600 a month. He offered it to me. <laughs> Can you believe that? And I just thought that's my sign and went through. I mean, it, it, it takes trust, faith, and it's if you're in a certain vibrational frequency, a high frequency, miracles every moment start to happen. And I started to live my life. I would have, you know, that's such a huge miracle that Archangel Michael situation and the Hawaii trip, like that was so clear that I was being groomed for a path to be of service in a way that brings me joy and helps other people. And mm, then beautiful. following following this thread where it's just like synchronicity after synchronicity, it takes courage because it's always crazy things. They are leaps of faith. It was a complete leap of faith to pack up my car and move, you know, to California. My entire family is in Chicago. They think I'm insane. They still do. It's like it's been 
Um, I've been in LA for 17 years. They think I'm completely crazy. They love me, but they do think I'm crazy. <laughs> and it took a lot of courage, but it was so fun. You know, it was both, you know, to, it's like adventures can be scary and fun, but they do take faith. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. when your faith is constantly warranted and you're constantly getting signs over and over again, that cannot be coincidences. That's, I mean, miraculous coincidences or synchronicities. And that's what I kept having. It's like, are you kidding? Thanks. Wow. You guys are for real. It's like, and I kept saying like, if you guys are real, give me a sign. I'm not, I'm going to play this game with you. If you, you know, I want to live a miraculous life. I don't want to live a boring nine to five life. Get me out of here. I, I believe it. If you're going to show me signs, I'm in. And that's all I got was sign after sign that anything made up that we say can't happen is made up. Everything is limit. They're, you know, in, in LA, it's 0% housing right now. I find my friends, gorgeous houses everywhere, places to live. There is always a way when you're doing it with the angels. You don't have mm-hmm. to do it the regular way, which is going on Craigslist and responding to 4,000 things and doing 50 credit check. No, just do it the miraculous way. It's so much, save so much time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, we're going to take a quick break before we do. Where can people go to find out more about you? My website is divine guidance readings with an S.com. Awesome. Um, Very cool. Well, we've been talking with Shishi O'Donnell today about divine spiritual messages. When we come back from this break, we're going to dive in a little bit more to how, how it feels that, you know, what, what does it look like living your life um, the miraculous way? So I'm excited about continuing this conversation. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to the Superpower Up podcast. We're talking with Shishi O'Donnell today about divine spiritual messages. So Shishi, let's, you talked a lot about this, you know, the synchronicities and being in high vibration. That's one of the things that we discuss a lot on the show is embodying the abstract frequency and really owning that and taking responsibility for that. And I love what you had to say about how you were getting indicators along the way. You were getting rewarded, you know, it was like, okay, if I trust you, then, then this, and, and, and you kept seeing that. I think sometimes we, um, kind of throw that out there, but perhaps we're not looking for it in the way, like, like our logical minds want to write it off as being, well, but this, 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 and this, this is the reason. And we over-rationalize those signs. What, what advice do you have for people of, you know, really, truly how to believe in the miraculous even, I mean, cause you could have easily written off the Hawaii trip to a series of logical, rationalized um, yeah. kind of things. How how did you keep from doing that, or was that even were, were you even tempted to do it that way? I had so many synchronicities. I could not, even though I have a strong logical mind, I could not overcome it anymore. I was just like, okay, <laughs> um, you guys are real. And part of it is when your heart, the way we started, is that that is the absolute key is getting heart centered to having any miracle happen and to be in that flow of synchronicities. So that's why that's the most important thing to me 
is to start my day remembering who I am. And the other little trick I do is chakra clearing. I don't know if you have that or do that on your show, if anyone's done that on your show, but if you picture this, the solar plexus chakra, which is in the center of your being, as a bright yellow sun, and that sun is connected to our sun in our solar system and directly connected to our creator. And you embody this feeling of sun, and this is the ultimate superpower, I'm telling you, when you feel like you, when you recognize that you are divine and your life is the life of God, and you're owning your divinity, and it's so, it's like we're little versions of God, we're individualized aspects of the whole of our creator, and when we're aware of our divinity, all our human problems, like those doubts, fears, you know, um, any, any stress and all the, the way of the world often is fear, lack, scarcity, separations, you know, competition. He who shall not be named our leader. <laughs> the certain way of thinking of separation um, <laughs> oriented. And then when you're in your heart center, when you're in a space of love, that's a different vibrational frequency of love, connection, abundance for all, a world that works for everyone, cooperation, not competition. And, and it's a beautiful place. And that is where these things come true. So I recognize, you know, when I'm in that, yeah, 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 you know, space of there's something wrong here. That's the ego. And I tell myself, okay, would you rather be in a space of miracles every moment and love and heart centered and trusting that it's a, the universe is a friendly place and you're being guided or would you rather? And I realized that I don't care if it's reality. I'm not living that reality and I'm not choosing it. I'm choosing this, you know, basically reality that I am, you know, what we focus on expands. So I focus on the world I want to live in. I focus on the good in everything and everyone. And that is a superpower. It amplifies all those things. Whatever, you know, if I'm focusing on all the things wrong with the world, believe me, that amplifies it. And I feel very grumpy. That's why I don't watch the news. <laughs> but, but if I focus on what's beautiful and what's working, it's completely a different experience of life. Hello. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was uh, I had a lot of conversations happening in my mind right then. The um, <laughs> I was like I took it off in about three different directions all at the same time. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's occupational hazard. I think of working in some of these frequencies. The yeah. um, what came to mind was was in in my opinion one of the most powerful decisions we can make is is choosing where we're going to invest of our energy. And you've spoken about that in a number of different ways, but I really don't think that we can overstate it because for me, um, my situation was very, very similar. And, and I truly met up against that moment of, you know, if, if we're creating our worlds anyway, then I'm going to start choosing what my world looks like. Um, yeah. And I really had to suspend disbelief, like you talked about earlier, um, with regard to the whole superpower thing, you know, I share very openly on the show that that wasn't natural to me. In fact, that message was like, you've got to be joking, right? It was just, mm -hmm. I was a very serious counterintelligence agent with a master's degree. And there was, you know, there was no way I was going to start diving into the whole superpower thing. And it felt very frivolous and silly. And of course, that's exactly what I needed to um, motivate me into something different because um, I didn't give a lot of credit to frivolous and silly and, and just the aspects of play. And, and a lot of this life that you're speaking of and giving voice to is play. And it's the willingness to say, wait, I get to choose. And, and I get to select. And it's, 
And it's being willing to stare something in the face and deny its existence because it's there. And if you want to find it, you're going to find it. All of the misery, all of the torture, all of yeah. the terror, all everything is out there. Like, like we can find proof of that. Um, you know, I love social media. I have a kind of a conspiracy theory that the algorithms that Facebook and Google use and everything that, that creates our own version of reality online you know, I think it's purposeful because we really, truly, just like you shutting off the news and, and, and canceling cable, and we, we get to s have this kind of concept that, that our world is the world if we want to, and that can work for us or it can work against us, and, and, it, and it's exercising our own divinity to say, wait a second, I, I get to choose, therefore, I'm going to choose, and taking some ownership of that versus you know, I, th I think that it's easier to um, relax back into states of beingness that feel more concrete and insurmountable um, because that's, you know, until we break out of that completely, it really does feel like that deck is stacked against us um, because there are so many examples of the alternative. Um, yeah. How did you, I, you've, you've spoken a little bit about your conviction around stepping into being, you know, an, an earth angel full time. Um, the, you know, I can only assume that, that your journey is similar to so many others that, that, that I've heard about with regard to, it, it's not that the fear isn't there, it's that it's having courage in the face of fear. Can you speak a little bit to, you know, you alluded to your family thinking you're crazy and all these other things. It's, it's easy for us, I think, on this side to, to be maybe even a little flippant about that, but that journey is challenging and it does stretch us. Can you give people, I know we have a lot of people who are sitting in that space right now, and how do you look at the people who love you and, and friends and everything and, and choose something different. Hmm. Well, if it's a matter of me feeling bad or feeling good, I will choose feeling good and I will choose freedom. And I think my, one of my core, in addition to love, one of my core values is freedom. And so even the, it's kind of like the pioneers that moved west. I mean, can you imagine the courage it took to get in a covered wagon and drive with your family across the country when there's nothing, there's no civilization or no nothing settled. Um, but I at least had a car with gas. <laughs> but along the way of this of this journey, I many times I. I <laughs> I, I was trying so hard to follow the synchronicities, um, miracles every moment, earth angel. And I'd often get guided, you know, bring $20 to drive to this place. And there's a homeless man there. And I would give it to that specific person. Like I would feel I was doing the synchronicities. And then there were days when I would have nothing and I would be working on Venice beach. This is early days when I first moved to LA in 2001 or yeah, I moved here in October, 2001, right after nine 11, interesting time to be moving somewhere in the space of all the fear of flying, I was like, screw that. I'm going, I'll do whatever I want. Um, a month later, I went to um, uh, Italy too, to Tuscany for a family re reunion in a villa. It was really cool. But flying in the face of fear, um, I did have fears come up and I did actually take a job early on at this <laughs> very ironic place, taking cold calls for National Audit Defense Network. This reminds me of a backslide, you know, when I was like, okay, what if I can't survive? Oh my God, I have to do a job. And I was in Santa Monica and I was working, like taking these calls from a radio show about people who cut taxes and they protect you from your taxes, but it was a total fear and greed sell. So I did, and I did that for a week and I hated myself in my life and I felt so bad. And I'm like, Angels, I really need your help. You got to prove to me that I can do this. So there, and there are many times like that. I mean, this has been 17 years. 
But for the most part, you know, when I move forward with faith, the problem is when we go into that space of fear, will it be provided for? It blocks the flow that's always there. We're blocking the flow from not receiving because we're in fear because fear is not compatible with receiving. It's, you know, it's either faith and that's when things flow or you fall into a state of fear, which is how we were raised. We were literally raised with the media pumping us full of fear and separation from day one and fear from conditioning from our parents. Don't do this. Don't do that. Be careful. Be careful. You know, so we had conditioning that we're overcoming. So when we have fear, it's pretty normal. And nowadays I just laugh and I just say, you know, I, I just know that I am being guided. I, I do feel much more confidence now. But to anyone who's, you know, will I, if they're feeling a really strong pull to do something, it's a repetitive. Divine guidance comes very gently. It's suggestions and it's repetitious and it never goes away. So if you're in a job you hate and you keep feeling like I should be doing this, I should be doing this, I should be doing this, that's a gentle, that's your soul basically saying, you, you better wake up and follow me or I'm going to keep talking to you until <laughs> many people get alcohol <laughs> other things because they don't want to hear the guidance. They try and numb out to it or they watch TV constantly or video games. But when your soul is calling you to step up because you, that's why you came to planet earth in 2018 is to be of service in whatever particular way or sharing whatever unique gifts that you're only your, you know, version of your divine self has to offer to the world and inspire the world. That's what you're here for. You know, you're going to have wake up calls. Um, So I'm sorry, I, this, I, I got distracted by something that ran across my backyard. <laughs> I'm sitting here looking in my backyard and I'm like, what the heck is that? What was um, that? Where was I? I don't have any superpowers left. I just got scared. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a little, little spirit animal. Right. Uh, we're a little, I don't know what it was, actually. I'm kind of, that's why I was baffled. So, but I do live in Hollywood Hills right by the sign and there's a lot of nature there. And we do have, one morning I woke up at 3 a.m. There was a raccoon that fell in my skylight in the bathroom and mm. I heard like all my bottles of shampoo falling in the bathroom in it. So there are a lot of little animals here, opossums, raccoons, bunnies, kittens. Anyways, <laughs> I live in Chi-Chi land. <laughs> there's a lot of magic here. Oh, <laughs> and hummingbird, hummingbirds galore. So yeah, fear is real. Uh, only if, if you, if, I mean, the acronym from conversations with God is false evidence appearing real. And I test that all the time. You mm -hmm. might feel, you might feel the fear, but it's not real. Only love is real. Yeah. And being willing to stare through that and um, be in it. I think that that's really powerful. I think that there are some in the kind of spiritual growth woo communities that, you know, are intent on helping people avoid that. And, and they, I've gotten very vocal here lately about, you know, sometimes you just have to be willing to sit in it because that's how we are able to see that it's not real. Um, yeah, and it is real. I mean, it is real to aspects of us, but we get to choose which aspects we're going to associate with in that moment. And, and if we feed it, it becomes even more real. And so it's a, you know, it, it is that kind of overlay and, and being willing to sit in, in something that's different perhaps than what you're used to. I like that you're talking about just all the programming. And, and that's why it's easy to slip back into that because it is normalized. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of what, you know, you and, and those of us over here, superpower experts and so many folks we've interviewed are doing 
now in the world is we're normalizing something different. And I think it's yeah. just so important that those of us who've heard that message and like she, she said, like you're going to keep hearing it. Like this stuff is not going away folks. Like you can try to drown it out. You can try to do lots of other things, but it will eventually smack you upside the head, like a two by four, <laughs> yeah. you know, some way, somehow. And so, you, you know, I've learned to listen to the whispers, but it, um, you know, that it's so crucial, I think, that those of us who are sitting in a place where we can take some ownership and some responsibility and do our part to normalize that and to give it voice and to speak it and to live it and to breathe it and to model it. Um, because so many people are sitting in that space of fear and they want to know, is it okay? And that's that social yeah. proof that, that so many people are looking for. Um, so, so from me to you, absolutely thank you for the work that you're doing in the world. I appreciate knowing that you're out there doing your part. And, um, you know, we love being able to support what you're doing and, and really get that message out to the world. So thank you. Thank you. It was wonderful being here mm. and many blessings to you and your staff and all your guests. And we're all, I see it like we're all on the team to raise consciousness, to help people elevate and remember their true, true origin, which is superpower, superheroes. Mm. Beautiful. I love that. So let's remind folks one more time where they can go to find out more about you. DivineGuidanceReadings.com. Shishi. Beautiful. I love it. Well, thank you so much again. Thank you for what you're doing in the world and for joining us mm -hmm. here. I know that our audience appreciated it. And, um, you know, really reach out to us. Let us know how we can continue to support you. Thank you so much, Tonya. I appreciate it. Many blessings. To you as well. And to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. Thank you for listening. Until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Woo! Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.